What's up, everybody? It's Zach from at Premier Soccer Investing coming at you with another Slabstocks FC YouTube podcast. Let's get into it. This was a big week in both soccer and soccer cards as it was a champions first leg of the Champions League quarterfinal week and there were some great games. City Man City controversially beat Borussia Dortmund on the back of a questionable refereeing decision disallowing a Jude Bellingham goal for Dortmund. So City has the advantage there up 2-1 after the first leg. Real Madrid outclassed Liverpool 3-1 mainly through uh, Vinicius Jr. and exposing the mistakes of a player like Trent Alexander-Arnold on Liverpool. And then the game of the week, PSG versus Bayern Munich was a back-and-forth affair. Goals galore. And Mbappe had a brace. And that was an, and Neymar had two magnificent assists. And that was enough to carry PSG to a 3-2 win away in Munich. So they have a huge advantage going into the second leg over an injury-riddled Bayern that was missing both Lewandowski and Nabry. And the Chelsea outclassed Portal, won 2-0 quite comfortably. Mason Mount had a very nice goal in that game and put in yet another man-of-the-match performance. Going back to Vinicius Jr., after he scored the brace against Liverpool, his card shot up, as you can see. And this trend has definitely continued because today Real Madrid played Barcelona in El Clasico with huge La Liga title race implications. And Vinicius was magnificent, magnificent, confidently running at the Barca defense and terrorizing them in the first half, helped create both of Madrid's goals as they won two to one to really put a decisive step forward in their quest for the La Liga title. Now let's get in the, into the mailbag for this week. What's the first $1 million soccer car going to be? Even with the news of the Holland 1 of 1 Super Refractor Auto being pulled, with the fact that the PSA 8 version of this Pele sold for $340,000 and there's only five PSA 9s, I think this, if it sells before that Holland, will be the first $1 million soccer card. So I'm going to stick with that answer. Can you run through the different messy Mega Cracks rookies, Campione and Campio? Well, so here's the thing about the Messi rookies. There's the number 89, the number 62, and the number 35, and then the 71 BIS, which is the best one. But those are the other three. And this 35, 62, and 89 both have a Catalan version and a Spanish version. The Catalan version, they look the same, except the Catalan version says Campio on the PSA label and then Campio on the card. And you can see the autographo is a little different there too. And the Campion is Campion, Campion. That's the Spanish version. The Catalan version is a bit more of a shorter print run. So they're rare cards and they've historically gone for a bit of a premium over the Spanish versions. But in essence, they are very similar looking cards. It's just the level of scarcity on the Catalan version is higher. And people tend to like the Catalan version because Barcelona is a Catalan city and a Catalan club. And so it has that connection going for it too. Would you invest in PSA 9 cards or strictly buy PSA 10 at this moment? I would 100% be buying PSA 9 cards 
with how expensive grading has gotten and the fact that PSA has shut down their service for the next three months until July, most of their services, there's no reason why PSA nine cards won't continue, won't see an increase in price, especially for lower pop stuff, like how 99% of the soccer cards out there are. When you compare those cards to basketball or football or baseball, they're much, much lower pop, but the nines and tens are still a lot cheaper. I think that's going to continue to change as a, the market increases and B, we're seeing less and less cards come back from grading. So there's going to even be more of a premium on those nine and tens. So yes, I would a hundred percent be investing in PSA nine cards along with PSA tens. I think you can't go wrong with either. Is Neymar good investment investment being Brazil's always in contention for winning a world cup. So Neymar, Neymar is an interesting, interesting player. He's someone who, can be pretty controversial to fans of the beautiful game. As we all know, Neymar has immense talent, immense skill, but people get upset about how much he dives, his injuries, his sometimes lack of focus, if you will. But the talent has always been there. The problem with Neymar is, does Brazil actually win a World Cup with him as their best player? It's kind of proven that they won't be able to do that. And then the question you're betting on with investing in Neymar is, does PSG win the Champions League, A? And B, does Neymar get the cre- get at least some of the credit or does Mbappe get all of it? So ne- Neymar, there's value in there for investing-wise, but I think there's better players to invest in out there than him. But again, invest in slash buy slash collect what you like. Do you think a player like Dybala could rise this summer in the Copa like Lewandowski in the Euros? So the players that will rise due to their performance in summer in summer tournaments will be the ones who are A, on winning teams, or B, put up immense numbers. Argentina has definitely has a great shot to win the Copa America. You know Messi will be desperate for a trophy after the season he's had at Barca. And just the fact that he hasn't won that big international trophy yet with Argentina. If they do win, Dybala figures to be a big part of that. So if you think Argentina will win or at least get to the final of the Copa America and you can sell off that hype, then yeah, Dybala is definitely a good investment because he should be a key figure in their plans this summer. Do you think the prison market will be hotter during the World Cup than it was during the August boom? 100% 100% yes. Much of the World Cup, Prism World Cup hype in August was due to the how severely, severely, severely undergraded that 2014 and 2018 Prism sets were. And so they shot up in price because there were almost no PSA 10s of the cards. And then once everyone's PSA 10s started coming back, the price plummeted. Also, a lot of people in soccer cards at that time were just trading off of FOMO and hadn't really become tr- a true part of the soccer card market yet. But the market as a whole has grown by leaps and bounds. The pops are more stabilized on those sets and the demand has increased, especially in the World Cup when the eyes of the world will be on the sport, the eyes of the hobby will be on soccer. I think it will be 100% hotter, even Though, like, I could see 
those Mbappe prisms breaking over 3,000 again like they did in August or touching 3,000 like they did in August. So, yes, it will be hotter. Best pickup from Wolves. I'm going to plug my own page here. I did a profile a while back on Pedro Neto on Wolves. And I think he's – if you want to buy someone to invest in from Wolves, I think he's the player to do so. Super young, exciting winger, 20 years old, already a part of the Portuguese national team. So you have he has that going for him too, that he has the Euro potential. And due to how young he is and him playing on the stage that he is in the Premier League, I think, yeah, he's a good investment. He would be the best pickup from Wolves. Best time to sell Mbappe for maximum profit now, wait for Euros or wait for World Cup. So my thoughts on Mbappe are if you think if there if you don't have a better place to put that money right now, I don't see why you should sell that him. Maybe if they win the Champions League slash Euros this summer, it could be a good time to sell. But Mbappe is one of those guys that it's just if you hold him for three years and see what he's doing in his career, how many trophies he's won, the club he's playing at, I think you will do well. But it would be a good time, like good selling times for not just Mbappe, but players in general are when A, like the run up to like a Champions League final or something like that, or a huge, a Euro semifinal or a Euro final or off their transfer rumors. And people have been saying, though, the man Fabrizio Romano has not confirmed it yet, so I'm not putting any stock in it, that Mbappe is looking to leave PSG this summer and go to Real Madrid. So selling off that hype, you would do well and make a lot of profit on. But I would hold Mbappe, but if you want to sell, those, or wait for the World Cup and just World Cup hype too will do it. But yeah, I, those are the times to sell Mbappe if you want to sell him. What is Mbappe's ceiling? Such as time to so just more questions about Mbappe. Is it time to sell Mbappe? No. It looks like they're going to progress through to at least the Champions League semifinal. So you're going to get more hype there, more run up there. You have the Euros and a possible transfer this summer. So now wouldn't be the time to sell Mbappe. What is his ceiling? As a player, his ceiling is top five maybe even top three of all time, probably top five of all time would be his peak. And if he does that, his card prices will be to the moon and beyond truly. So that's, that's his ceiling. Incredibly, incredibly, incredibly high heights. Will the demand for rookie on card autos mirror the basketball market. So the thing about soccer cards right now, due to the premium brands really not being much, not really being that in circulation, most of the odd, especially rookie-type autos of players are sticker autos. But we're still seeing those fetch huge premiums as shown by the crazy Holland sales that have, have happened with the sticker auto. So the, the demand for autos is definitely there in the on-card market. We just need to start seeing more rookie on-card autos for it to truly mirror the basketball market. What is the best way to move base cards for unpopular players? Just a good way to move base cards in general would be Instagram story sales or going on to selling on eBay, trying to sell at a show or selling on a platform like a comp C that has a lot of soccer cards. You send it in, it's in their vault, and then you list your price and sell in there. So that's what I would say for that. 
Who are some MLS young studs that could make a move to Europe in the next 12 months? The three players I'm eyeing to do so are Caden Clark, attacking midfielder on New York Red Bulls, 18 years old, already one of the best players for that team, and already being looked at by a, multiple, a multitude of teams across Europe. Gianluca Busio, one of the, he was at, I want to say 15 years old, was one of the youngest players to start a match in MLS history, and the eyes of Europe have been on him since, but he hasn't been able to move till he turned 18 because of passport and visa issues. But now that he's 18, people think he's going to be moving to Europe sometime in the next year. And then more, a little bit more of a sleeper, Ricardo Pepe, who only has just started to break out, but he looks to be the next great. He's a forward for FC Dallas. He looks to be the next great player to come out of that amazing FC Dallas Academy. So those are the three players I'm eyeing to make the move across the pond over the next 12 months from the MOS. By the way, all these players are American. Favorite plays outside of Mbappe for the Euros? Harry Kane, I think, is a fantastic, fantastic buy right now. There's a very high chance he ends up leaving Tottenham this summer, which would kill me as a Tottenham fan, but it would definitely increase his car prices because be, he'd most likely be moving to either a City, a United, or a Madrid and that would do wonders for his prices, as well as him being the captain of England for this summer's Euros. Kevin De Bruyne, Belgium's best player, and Belgium's one of the teams with the best shot to win the Euros. So I would say him, and he, even though his prices are already pretty expensive, people love watching De Bruyne play, and if Belgium goes on a run, his prices will jump for sure. Foden, even though he's gone up a lot, again, one of England's best players. I think they have a great shot to win the Euro. And then Jao Felix, whose prices have been kind of plateaued or even dipped a little bit due to his performances at Letico. But I think that's out, not a, really a reflection of him as a player, but just a reflection of the system he plays, is, plays in. And when he goes to Portugal this summer and has a lot more freedom, freedom of, to express himself and play creatively, I think we're going to start to see the talent that he showed and that made him a $130 million player. And if he does that, and if Portugal goes on a run, his prices will jump too. So those are my favorite plays outside of Mbappe for the Euros. Messi, Ronaldo rookie versus Holland and Mbappe rookie card prices. Any explanation? So, I mean, as Holland and Mbappe are up a lot, Messi and Ronaldo too, like his secondary rookies, have been down over the past month or so. The reason for that is, is both saw a Big run-up in January and February, so I think it's a little bit of a market correction. But also the fact that it's just sports cards is such a hype-driven market, and the players with all the hype and intention right now are Holland and Mbappe. So they're they're the ones everyone's talking about, and they're the ones going for huge amounts of money. But in the long run, you know, Messi is the GOAT. Ronaldo is arguably the GOAT, too, in many people's eyes. So, yeah, they'll like the prices will work themselves out. What's the first Erling Holland card? Shout out uh, to my man at Tickets and Slabs on IG. This is his card. This is really his first card. The tops now Salzburg. Only 178 of these were printed. Frontis, this was after his Champions League debut where he scored a hat trick. This is probably his first card. For vintage cards, are rookie cards still the best option or are high grade other options okay? For vintage especially, like a player like a Pele or Maradona or a Cruyff or a Beckenbauer or a Puskas or a Di Stefano, anyone like that, 
as you can see, 58. This is a Pele rookie card, a BVG two, twenty six hundred dollars or 1965. So a seventh year card, but it's a PSA seven, and there are no nines and tens. Went for a higher price. So yeah, people value the high grades of the legends because they're so hard to find. The rookies are a good buy, but definitely there's opportunity and they are amazing options, especially for collection purposes in high grades of like veteran cards for the rookie for like the vintage legends. Um, that's going to do it for this week's uh, Slab Socks FC show. Next week, we will be starting the Euro 2020 preview. It's going to be a multi-video series, a huge breakdown of the Euros, what to look for with cards and all of that. It's really going to be worth watching, I think. So you're going to want to tune into that. As always, any questions, anything you want to see on the channel, DM me at Premier Soccer Investing. Like, subscribe, and comment on this video. Thanks for watching and peace.